0: The following contains adult language, content, and descriptions of actions not suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Guru Presario Media presents the Guru Presario Podcast, starring me, Mal Sanchez. The word entrepreneur gets thrown around a lot, but it's defined by very few. Join me as I sit down with those that I've come to know, and through the art of conversation, we can all learn a little something from the nature of our work. Let's start the show. All right, guys, welcome to the Guru Presario podcast again here with Matt, uh, my co-host, Matt Duke. Um, Everybody knows, Matt, you already introduced yourself in the past episodes, but glad to have you here again. Thanks for having me. Uh, so today we're bringing in my great friend Austin Alegria. Actually, I've known Austin probably what, maybe twelve, fifteen years? Or no, not fifteen.
1: Like twelve. Sophomore, you were a freshman. That's right. So, so what? what when I was you, nineteen. You were eighteen.
0: That's right. And what are we now? I'm thirty-one.
1: I'm, I'm thirty plus four.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to say it. Um, so yeah, we're here. We're bringing Austin in. Austin is a designer here in San Antonio. Um, Belongs in New York, to be honest with you, but uh, he never made the move. After I tried to convince him a couple of years ago.
1: Hey, I'm telling the boyfriend. I asked him, "Is there anywhere else that you'd rather live?" And he said, "Nowhere in Texas besides San Antonio, but he's open to any." Uh, back to New Orleans, where he went to school, or oh, nice. Chicago.
0: I'm gonna let Austin. Austin, I'm gonna let you introduce yourself, just so the audience gets to uh, gets to know who you are. Um, give us a little background.
1: Well. My name is Austin Alegria. Um, I uh, was raised in uh, the Rio Grande Valley, um, born in Jackson, Mississippi. Everyone thinks my name is Austin because I was born in Austin, and that's not the case. I was born in Mississippi. Um, grew up in the Valley till I was 18, and then once um, I was able to leave to go to college, I moved to San Antonio, um, and I've been up here, I guess, 13, going on 14 years maybe, and um, feels like home to me now so i just say i'm from san antonio <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> but i am from the 956 um and then the, I thi- valley. the valley basically um i've always been i guess interested in fashion in style i guess growing up i never really thought i was into it but i really was because i was always putting on some weird outfits and my brother we used to hate going to like walmart HEB with me he's like don't put that on don't put that on and i guess i was just doing my own little thing you know what i mean and then as I got older, I was like, okay, maybe I'm into, like, style and stuff like that. And um, it just became, like, a kind of, like, a passion for me. And um, I've had a women's line out. I had a small men's line out for a while. Um, stopped doing that for some other um, personal issues that happened back home. Um, but I've done different styling shoots for J.C. Penny, Nordstrom, Neiman Marcus, Saxworth Avenue, and... Um, There's a ton of other uh, stuff that I've done. Um, I've styled for different magazines as well. Um, I've done a lot. If you ask me, I probably have done it. But uh, I'm trying to to branch out and do my own thing. I've always kind of done other things for, like, other people. But now I think for once I'm doing something for myself um, with actually my name on it and uh, me as the face of my own brand, um, as they call it now. I guess I'm branding myself. Um, So... Yeah, long Definitely. awaited. Took you, took you a long
0: time. Yeah. Did? Were Were, were we trying? To, well, I'm pretty sure that I I was like, you need to pursue this years ago. Everyone has told. What me. was stopping <laughs> you back then?
1: Well, I think it's just also like, you know, being scared of just like putting yourself out there. Um, and I think also for a while, my mother, um, she wanted to do what I was doing, so she saw that it wasn't really. It, it, you don't really profit from it per se if you don't really put yourself out there, really kind of know a way to get into the business. Um, so she was always kind of like, like, uh, Do you want to be an accountant? Do you want to be a uh, computer technician? I'm like, Look at me. She so was look, supportive, look. but she. she <laughs> yes, she she was supportive and she knew I loved to do it and she was always so excited about it. Um, and I think uh, honestly, like I'm more of a person, I mean, you know, I'm more of a person who's kind of behind the scenes. I love putting stuff together, even now, I love putting stuff together, um, and then just having it out there, but I hate when people ask me stuff, because I'm just like, oh my god, I'm like, I have to now talk about this stuff that I just made, and it gets me nervous, and the cool thing is that my boyfriend is very, like, everywhere we go, I kid you not, he's like, ooh, let me show them this bag, let me show them this, like, jewelry piece, let me show them this, and he does, and that's the crazy part, and it's so, it's kind of cool, because I don't have to do it, but I know that I should do it, because it's my brand, but, um, it's kind of cool that he's that other piece that I'm not. Um, but I've gotten better. It's just sometimes too, it's kind of, I'm very critical of my stuff. So right. even though I, I might show off something, I'm like, yeah, I made it, but there's this little mistake right here. So just keep an eye for it. And, but nobody else will notice it. My boyfriend's like, nobody notices that. And I'm like, like, but cool, I, it do- out. but I notice it. And I think, um, after my mother passed away, I didn't have that kind of, um, I guess, what is it? Like, um, like, somebody telling me, like, kind of what to do or how to change this, how to do that, or how to kind of follow my career. And, uh, it's like a guiding force. Yeah, kind so, of it, with you yeah so it kind of, I had that taken away from me, so it kind of got me really scared right. of kind of to keep going. But now I think she's, what, seven years as of uh, this month, and now I was just like, you know what? Okay, now I need to just do it. And, of course, I started during a uh, pandemic, of right. all years to start, but I mean, I did it, so.
0: That's the best time to start. I think pandemic really posed an opportunity for a lot of people, um, including myself. I mean, we moved into this space during the pandemic. Um, you think, Matt?
2: Yeah, you're surrounded by people starting new things during pandemics.
1: Yeah, I mean, I my workroom, um, it was a guest bedroom because um, we moved into a new house. We, we purchased a home. Um, I had my furniture and everything in there. And then one day I was like, I'm going to sell my stuff. And my boyfriend was like, what do you mean? I was like, I'm going to sell everything. I barely even used my stuff, but I was like, why not? I Sold it. And my workroom was a table about this size, one sewing machine, and I think two yards of fabric. Literally the way it was. And it was an empty room. And now I have a flat file, three desks, one mounted to the wall. I have a desktop. I have a laptop. I have two sewing machines, I have a, uh, an easy press, I have all these, I have like 50 yards of fabric, I have so much stuff, and it's, it's insane, because when I started it, it was just literally two yards of fabric, and I remember buying it, and I had to buy all the tools and everything, and now I can barely even walk into the workroom, which is insane again, but, I mean, there's, it's like that saying goes, I mean, where there's a will, there's a way, like, you know, I mean... I guess the pandemic kind of helped because I I mean, Mauricio knows, <laughs> I'm very uh, I'm a very outgoing person, I'm very social. I like to go out to the bar, have a drink. Um so that kind of stopped me from doing that and doing something else and really putting my time and effort into me, right? Into my brand. I know
0: I stopped you before we started recording. You were posting on IG. Did you did you post on Instagram yet? I did. You did? I did. You were saying something about reels and then I cut you off because I felt it was important to say. Yeah,
1: well, podcast. I I started working <clears throat> with um I guess like a social media manager type of person. She was out of Incarnate Word, and she was kind of starting off too, and she says that she kind of, you know, wanted to help out or whatnot, and she works with my boyfriend at uh, his architecture See, firm. you didn't hire us. <laughs> well, you just slapped me in the face. Well, she was a little bit cheaper. <laughs> 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 i like, right, come on, I'll I'm starting that. off, Brian. I have no money. <laughs> I'll give, it, I'll give it. And, um, so she was like, Reels is kind of the way to go. And I was like, I've never used them. I have TikTok. I mean, I posted, but it's just so much work to do a one-minute video. I did one with clothing. It took me like three hours to just do one, a one-minute video. But anyways, so I just started posting random stuff. And I have about like 3,000, 3,500 uh, 3, followers. Nice. And um, the weird thing is I only get like maybe 100 views. I think Airdy. on my story, weird. but then I post on a reel and I get 3000 views on a video wow. and I'm like, maybe this is the way to go. So I've been doing that. It's um, kind of just can, uh, getting people engaged with my stuff or whatnot. So, I mean, I always just say if people repost my video or watch it or just comment it or whatever, it's helping me out. You know what I right. mean? not necessarily have to purchase something from me, but anybody who kind of forwards my stuff or whatever, it's always greatly appreciated. Yeah. Reels is kind of that
0: opportunity that Instagram is finding uh to stay competitive with TikTok. Mm-hmm. Right? Cuz TikTok gets pushed. Their algorithm kind of works like that where you'll have I mean it's it's common that you'll find people with like hundreds of thousands of fol- not followers views, views on a on a um on a short clip on TikTok. So I think Instagram's trying to push
1: the same narrative yeah. or push the same thing with with their Reels. I just think sometimes too I feel like A lot of these social media platforms, sometimes they kind of, they focus a lot more, I think, on bigger companies and bigger brands and things to push for you. So sometimes for the normal person, they don't really sometimes help them. It doesn't benefit them. Because, like, for me, since I don't have 10,000 followers, I can't post a link to my story or something like that. So it's kind of like, and before I used to, and now I can't. Like the swipe up feature? Yeah. But now I can on, I can on Snapchat but i don't really use snapchat i think that's a right. dying kind of platform right. i think i don't know i, don't um, agree. I mean cuz you have tiktok and but i mean i don't know what age group snapchat really is but um meant to use instagram
2: you know this is all new to me yeah <laughs> i mean <laughs> you're on social media and some i'm on some social form of media way but you know to your point i mean as i got out there and tried to start understanding some of this i i just i'm slightly off the generation mm-hmm. facebook was literally going through um, colleges when I was in grad school. Oh, wow. So like, I remember when Alabama got the, the cause it started off in the schools, got the link so you could get your right. Facebook cause it was only by school rollout. Yes. That's how they rolled it out. So I, I kind of missed, I, I missed that wave of it being integral into my life. And then even as a young attorney, that just wasn't the medium that you, you connected with people. Now, I started my law practice back out for external during the pandemic, mm. made that decision January of 2020. And then the pandemic two months later, surprise, surprise. So I've been learning it, but reels and TikTok, And you were saying, I mean, you know, I'm about to hire this guy over here to my left to help me with, uh, long um, overdue.
0: <laughs> Actually, Matt, Matt, we called, we cold called you.
2: That, that's right. That's how we know is, is he cold called me. Um, <laughs> And, you know, we're going to, I think every journey has it. It's a little, it was a little too expensive at the beginning. Yeah. But as you, you know, you were just talking about, you know, the the amount of stuff you've got. But as you do and you mature, uh-huh. this guy right here, I, I, I know adds value by being able to navigate that stuff because it is, it is complicated. It is
1: complicated. It is. It's a yeah. Complex and I mean, world. Hmm?
0: It's a complex world.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, and I, I, I have all the platforms or whatnot, but um, I'm trying to get more into just like posting my stuff instead of me and my outfits. <laughs> it's always
0: good too though. You're the No, outfit, yeah. I mean
1: it's not it's not bad. I mean I, I like I said I love fashion and style so I kinda of post my outfits and I actually get people who comment, Hey, where'd you get that? or you know, this isn't this, so that's why I'm also like okay, after I'm with this small portion of me doing, you know, handbags and um, accessories and stuff like that, I'm gonna again make my own clothing and start to sell my own clothing as well. Yeah, so that's people what can I'm be looking like hey, yeah, it's mine. I made it. Go we talked about jeans back in the pit back mm-hmm. in what maybe two thousand twelve? Probably yeah. I kind of want to start with the line like a like a athleisure kind of workout line, right? Um, I did I I kid you not I have a sketchbook which is actually back home. Well, there's some, there's some history there. Go ahead. I have a sketchbook and um, I have everything on there to like color fabric swatches, cost of a button to the cost of a fashion show for food, drinks, seating. Like I have it all written down because also before. Uh, my mother had gotten sick. I actually um, was talking to an investor to actually invest into me. Wow. And um, and the the, the the funny thing is he actually was an administrator at my high school. And every single time um, he would uh, see me, he'd always be like, hey, GQ, GQ. GQ's <laughs> walking in. And I'm like, oh, my God, so embarrassing. But um, he ended up doing some other – he left you know, school administration, and he ended up doing something else, owning a business. And um, he created a lot of revenue, so he saw what I was doing, and he wanted to invest into me. Wow! But since I wasn't an LLC or didn't really, I wasn't really out there yet. His lawyers were kind of hesitant on investing in somebody just brand new, which I understand. You know what I mean? I'm not going to ask somebody, "Hey, I need twenty thousand dollars." You know what I mean? And you knew me in high school, so give me the money, but. I understood, So, um, but then it was kind of also, I guess, a good thing because then my mother had gotten sick, so I needed to focus my time on her instead of, you know, what I was doing. Right. Um, so I guess it, it, it worked out, you know, but... You still in contact with him? I have not spoken to him. You need to call him. I feel
0: like that could be a uh, big pivotal point for yeah. for your journey. I want to go back to the athleisure yeah. question, and uh, I may put you on the spot a little bit, but I feel it's important to talk about this because... We're talking about grassroots company. Um, you actually designed a lot of the athleisure at the beginning of a company here in town, and a lot of people are very familiar with it. Uh, are you? <laughs> I'm like, I'm not talk about I'm that? not going to say the name, <laughs> but I want.
1: I kind of want you to talk about it a little bit, and I mean, it's just okay. So I, I had little. I don't honestly. I don't even remember if I started this. I started it before, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I did. Yeah. No, you did. Um, I remember the, I remember these these days. These and days. uh I started cuz I have I have all my sketches. I have um I even have the photos of them and everything. Right. But um I was designing some stuff and somebody wanted me to work with them and um Pretty much didn't happen. It didn't happen. But then I started. But you did design. I did design some stuff. You did the work. Um, and (laughs) I guess I saw some of those pieces out and about. Yeah, this is a mystery
2: novel. I'm like, okay, you got me (laughs) on the edge of my chair.
1: I mean, it is what it is. You're not going to say the name, are you? No, I mean, but uh, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. It's not. It's it's something that it's it's whatever, but. Which, I, I mean, because even then, I mean, Maricio um, knows I'm very just somebody who's like, okay, you know, whatever, just let it go. I I don't care. It's kind of okay at at some which point, which I highly advised against. But I am working on it now, so right. you know what I mean. It might benefit me to actually just do my own thing and see how it comes out and go from there. Right.
2: It's a good lesson to learn, though. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I was gonna say, I've, what
0: what's the lesson behind that? Right, like.
1: I mean, it's just obviously you. You want to sign contracts. You want to sign. You know what I mean? Like you want to really figure, even when it's close friends, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you just want to make sure that you're just covered, just in case if anything does happen.
2: We like flash the link for my law firm to right. We're gonna put. Out. We're gonna definitely put the <laughs> law firm in that one. <laughs> if you guys have any, if you need any of your contract needs, here we go.
1: Which <laughs> yeah, is something so- that I need to get into. You know what I mean? As I get larger, and like right now, I'm currently. Um, Me and my boyfriend are are building our own, um, I guess, display tables. Mm -hmm. So for our pop-ups, it's going to be completely different. um, And definitely it's going to help me stand out. And then you're going to patent those designs. mm -hmm. And then a lot of the stuff that I make, especially for like sweatshirts or T-shirts that we're making right now, a lot of the stuff that we do, he also um, designs it. So I'll, I'll kind of give him an idea and I'll sketch a rough sketch of what I want. And he'll kind of elaborate on it. Um, and he'll put it on Photoshop, Illustrator, and then we'll upload it onto like our Cricut machine, and then we'll cut it out, and then we'll put it onto our... uh portion's a
0: genius, by the way. He, he's an architect.
1: Yeah, his name is Christopher Collins. Yeah, <laughs> Give him a little plug in there. He's an architect here in town. Yeah, he's an architect, yeah. And uh, he, um, he's, I mean, he, he does so much stuff. He's so creative. Um, he was actually, before um, the pandemic and Fiesta got canceled the first time, um, he was designing invitations for... Um, the court, the I guess the royal court for fiesta. Okay, yeah. And um, he had built an invitation out of uh, okay, you know that papel picado that you see like down market. Yeah, it's Street? the whole
0: fiesta theme stuff that you see with the
1: cutout. Yeah, okay. he designed yeah. one himself, an invitation like by scratch and did the imitate It was insane, and I'm like, how do you even do that? Like how? And 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 the and the funny thing is, he tells me. Like, how do you even sew that? Like, how do you even put that together? He's like, the way you put stuff together when you design something, he's like, it's kind of crazy because I can't do that. And I'm like, I don't know, but we're two different people. And I'm I'm trying to get uh, him to teach me a lot on Photoshop. But it just, it annoys me. Yeah. <laughs> but I know that I need to do it just because also I'm very the type of person that like, I like to do everything myself. So I've um, got clothing down. I got bags down. I got jewelry down. Um. I can, you know, like, find a model, be a model. um, You styled many of my shoots. Mm -hmm. Be a photographer. That's my next thing is kind of figuring out how to do photography too. Mm -hmm. Just because, like, I really want my hand in everything just because, obviously, if you don't have that capital behind you, you need to kind of learn how to do everything, Um, especially if you want it done a certain way. And I'm very much like that. I, I like it done a certain way, and I'd rather do it myself. Until, obviously, yeah, you know, I have that, you know, capital to pay people to actually, you know, do or do my vision or whatnot. Um, Then, yeah, but right now it's kind of a me thing. Right. Got the grind. Yeah, and and, and, I mean, and it's awesome to see, too, because when I see my stuff come out or I see people wear it, it's the weirdest thing to go out somewhere and you see somebody wearing, like, my bag or, like, my jewelry pieces And, or I have people be like, yeah, like I saw your bag on somebody and I just wanted to know about the bag and they gave me like your card or your Instagram or whatnot. And that's like insane to me. It's like super cool to see people wearing stuff that you've made and you put your hard, you know, work into. Cause again, I, I don't outsource any of my stuff. I, I make it myself. You know what I mean? I make the pattern piece. um, I put it on the fabric. I cut it out. I sew it together um, or whatnot. So
0: what's the inspiration behind a lot of these designs? Um, or how yeah. do you acquire that inspiration? What do you, What do you do?
1: You just go. Out I don't you know because sometimes know. it's just kind of like, I I, I think everything because I'm very. I think that's why me and my boyfriend also actually get along very well because he since he does architecture, I look at buildings, I look at colors, I look at stuff like that, and he does too, and he gets inspired by a lot of different things. Um, like I think driving up here, I was looking at something and I was like, oh my god, that's kind of cool. I'm, I'm gonna do that. Um. I totally forgot what it is now, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah right but now. it's, it's, it's really everything. And I think right now I have kind of, a am very into like a, what is it? Like the minimalist idea. So I guess, I mean, I, I don't know if you consider my, I advice. totally feel minimalist. Yeah. So I'm kind of kinda into that right now, but I'm, I'm also have a lot of crazy stuff, but I'm really into like minimalist kind of ideas. Um, But there really isn't something in particular that I, you know, grasp on or, or like, oh, that is the inspiration for my my piece. I think, to be honest, what really pushes me a lot, too, now that I have this, is kind of um, my mom in the background. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like you need to do it because you need to do it. In a sense, also kind of like to, like, prove her wrong, I mean rest your soul you know what i mean but to be like you know i can actually do something or i can or i, I, I it can work you know what i mean i don't have I, to be an accountant mm-hmm, basically so it's kind of like i i know a lot of people and it's kind of like it's who you know sometimes too you know what i mean and then um i think i'm i think that's what's the driving force behind everything too and my boyfriend of course because he's also pushed me a lot but um I think that's my inspiration. Is to kind. Of, it's also kind of for her. You know what I mean? Because it's also something that I wanted to do. And my new line that I'm releasing, um, is actually going to be in May. I'm pushing for May 23rd, which is actually her birthday. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah. So, um, where's the release party at? Or, were- uh, it's just going to be an online thing right now. Yeah. As far as I, I'm what I'm shooting for. Um, if I'm hopefully still doing this the following year, um, is having like an informal show. Yeah kind of just having models just kind of standing in a on a small little like stage or something and people just kind of show up and just walk around the models and just look at the stuff that I have. Something kind of really um, informal. You haven't done your own show? Oh, go, go ahead, Matt.
2: Uh, I was going to say, I mean, I've, I've got a couple of friends that do, you know, female fashion that I've, I've kept an eye on. Mm. COVID, COVID provided some opportunities for them. I've mm-hmm. seen a lot of it online. Yeah. I've seen a lot of Facebook live Mm -hmm. um, you know those type of things to create those online Uh shows is that do you think that will continue or do you think people will push to go back towards the traditional type? yeah
1: Um, or is it a mixture I think it's probably like a mixture only because um, excuse me um, I think like for me I think growing up the goal was always, okay, you start online and then you get a brick and mortar store, sure. a boutique. And now it's kind of like, no, just stay to online type of thing. But I think it, it might kind of diffuse a little bit only because people want to go to these shows. People want to go to New York fashion week, to Paris fashion week, LA fashion week, whatever it might be, San Antonio fashion week. And they want to experience it. I think a little bit more. Um, cause I saw, I don't know what runway I saw <clears throat> and, um, it was like this really cool kind of like uh, who was the designer I totally forgot but was his it was this past it was it was during the pandemic and they just like designed their own characters onto their clothing and they like digitized everything. Oh, wow. It was super cool. I need to find that video and I can send it over but um that's cool to see too but I think people just want to see it in person. Yeah, you know those I mean? interactions that you have whenever specifically I mean when I'm at New York Fashion Week it's the, the shows are
0: cool, but there's definitely there's a lot that happens surrounding the shows going for cocktails, doing things, so mm-hmm. I think people still want to have those interactions with other people in the industry, and you can't do that online
1: yeah and i I think I mean for the most part too, when people go to these shows, it's really just for the experience, you know what I mean um because they're just kind of going to go see, unless you're the buyer for, you know, Neiman's, Nordstrom, whatever it might be. You're obviously there to actually see the clothing and, you know, wanting to purchase these items for, you know, the company or whatnot. Right. Um, but other than that, I think it's the experience of seeing, I think, what a designer made. Because hmm. um, it is hard work. And somebody like me who was like, really into fashion, I know Mariusio is too. Um it's, it's just really cool to see someone's hard work, you know what I mean, just be put on the runway and to see their kind of vision for it. Because sometimes, too, what a lot of people don't realize is that shows like in, um, you know, like Paris Fashion Week for like the haute couture shows or whatnot, um, some of those pieces that are kind of insane and crazy, obviously, they're not going to be worn by everyday people. But some people like princes, uh, you know, in Saudi Arabia would purchase stuff like that. Right. But that that kind of show is kind of more for inspiration for like the ready to wear lines. It's kind of their. It's it's just art. You know what I mean. It, it's it's art for the fashion lovers or whatnot. It's it's art for those who, you know, focus or, or do stuff or who are painters, who are photographers or whatnot. Like it's something that they see that they want that item to be in their portrait, in their photography or what it, whatever it those might colors, be. Colors, the hues, the yep.
2: I, I'm not a fashion guy, but I. I I am a movie guy, and I Mm. harken back to The Devil Wears Prada, Ah, one of of, my favorites, uh, where she says, "You think you've selected that color," Uh and she walks through the full history Uh of, you know, all those what you just Mm. laid out of how that eventually got to her simple, Uh (laughs) her simple fashion. I'm the simple fashion guy. I have no idea the history of how this gets on me, but interesting. Very. No,
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, and it's crazy how like stuff like that it does really trickle down, and eventually it trickles down into Ross. You know what I mean, TJ Maxx and stuff like that, and which is a crazy thing. But then, I think in everyone's, you know, in, in the back of their minds, they saw they saw a glimpse or a show or something. They're like, it reminds me of that color. the Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it brings it all back. And it, it fashion is a multi billion dollar industry, right. um, which people are kind of like, there's no money in fashion, but there really is money in fashion. It's obviously also who you know, how you get there, and hopefully you get there the correct way. But um, yeah. So what, is, what, is, um, what does it take to get there the right
0: way, right? What's it take to build the fashion brand in the new age that we're currently living
1: in? I think right now, I think a lot of people are really investing into small business and, like, small business, uh, you know, handbags, wh- whatever it might be. I mean, candle makers. I've seen a lot of candle makers recently, which really? is kind of crazy, yeah. Um, and stuff like that. And, I th- and, and even me, I guess now having a small business, I'm very, like, let me purchase something from them instead of, you know, going to Bath and Body Works. There was a lady um, yesterday, I, I did a pop-up at Brick at Blue Star, and um, there was a lady next to us, and she sells um, CBD candles or yeah. something like that, and mm-hmm. uh, my boyfriend was like, we should buy candles from her instead of Bath and Body Works, which we did. We ended up buying, I think, five candles or four candles, wow. and they were way cheaper, you know what I mean? But it was helping somebody else, you know what I mean? And it was kind of, it was it's cool to give back to somebody else, too, because, I mean, even me, I when somebody buys something from me and it's $20, I'm like, it's still greatly appreciated. You know what I mean? That right. was like 20 bucks I didn't have in my pocket. Right. Um, so, but um, I think just growing organically and just kind of, I think people will really see your passion, even though they're not liking your post or they're not commenting on your post or seeing what you're doing. Obviously, like I said, I have 3,500 followers or whatever I have and I don't get that much interaction, but then I'll see the person who is following me on social media and they're like, yeah, I saw you were doing that or whatnot, but I'm like, well then why don't you like my post? Help me out a little bit. <laughs> but um I think people see it and I think they recognize your hard work. And it for some people, you know, moving up in any in any position or any job, any career field, it's kind of like it can happen instantly because you're right there at the moment at the, at the right moment, at the right time, or it takes time. You know what I mean? It takes time for you to grow and for you to um actually get where you wanna be. And I think for me, <laughs> me it's always kind of been I have to prove you know I guess my hard work and my worth to people um, but after a certain time too it, I mean uh, working you know retail in my life it's kind of like you have to know your worth <laughs> so so at some point you're just like you know what you're, they're not seeing the value and you know who I am or you know what I can do so it's time for me to leave that but I think with this this is a business that um you you get out what you put in. So, like, if you're consistently working, you're consistently just doing something that you love, like, you actually, like, create the atmosphere in your business. You are the person who, you know, creates everything from it. So it's kind of like, how do I put it?
0: I don't know how to phrase it. Like, the energy that kind of surrounds every
1: aspect of what you guys are doing? Or... Yeah, and it's like, I always, I'm, I feel like I get off topic sometimes, um, but I feel, I feel like your your work or your business is kind of, in a sense, like a relationship, but you, but your work is a relationship that you can affect yourself, you know what I mean, like you affect it because you're positive in your job, you're positive with what you're doing, if you don't like it, since you own this business, you can change the outcome of what it is, um, so I guess that's the way to put it. I don't know how that really, you know, it's
2: interesting. And this is episode three. Yeah. Episode three. So we've had others and we've talked about grit. We've talked about hustle. We've talked about perseverance. And that's been a common theme, you know, and uh, for everybody that, you know, has had some great successes from some of the guests we've had on this show. And, I think, you know, from what I'm hearing from you, it sounds like, you know, while we do have that control Mm -hmm. of what we do, Uh it's whether we're going to just stop one day or just continue, you know, no matter what.
1: Uh, Yes, absolutely. And then one thing for me, too, is like, even though this is my passion, I love to do what I do. I give myself breaks as well. Mm -hmm. I give myself a break of being like, hey, I do not want to tire myself out. I love what I'm doing, but I need to give myself a break of three days just to chill just to hang out because I don't like when your mind is just consistently running it's just it you kind of get overwhelmed and it's it's overbearing and then you start to hate what you're doing. So I give myself these breaks because I'm like I need it I need to just kind of refresh my brain and it might be a break you know every every two weeks or something but sometimes you need it though because when you think about it too if you're doing corporate America you get two days off so you're you know what I mean like you're chilling. So and you don't want to think about your job. Yes. So in a sense, this is kind of the way I see it too. It's kind of okay. Let me just take a little break, decompress. But don't get me wrong. I still, in that break, I'm thinking about things or I'm thinking about certain, what I want to make or whatnot. So I jot it down or whatever it might be. Um, but how I do think you no. Know when you need to take that break, this yeah, is a conversation.
2: This is something question, that
0: yeah. you know we've been talking about the past two episodes. But how do you know when you need to decompress <clears> away from work?
1: Um, for me, I notice in my work, um, when I'm making a bag or something that's new or a new idea, I start to see it, start to see my sewing get a little crazy or I start to like, um, hate the colors or the, or something in particular, I just start to get annoyed of every little thing. And I'm like, okay, just stop, just stop and just go sit on the couch and watch TV. But I mean, that's, that's me. But sometimes too, it's kind of like. Um. It, it's just when you when it's overbearing, I guess when you just feel like you have so much to do, so much. Uh, you, you your mind is just running consistently. That's the way I see it.
2: You know, that's that's the interesting thing. I, I deal with a lot of um doctors, um other lawyers, a lot of business owners, and burn, burnout is huge. Athletes, man, we're getting better and better at making sure they don't burn out. Yeah. Right. I mean, right. I saw. I mean, the technology they wear, Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been around some of the pro sports stuff, and I mean, they even measure how much hydration they get just to make sure that, you know, they manage them to the minute. Oh, yeah. But for the rest of us, right, when it comes to the mental um, athletics that we do, that's a challenge. Almost all of us, unfortunately, I think, do it when it becomes too much as opposed to being able to be proactive. Mm Right. Right. Um, and find that time. I'm guilty of it. I, I, it just gets to the point where it's just too much, and I'm like, okay, it's been too much for too long. Time to take that break. Yeah. But right. that's not healthy either. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting. Yeah, I've been, Good trying question.
0: To, I've been trying to stay consistent. I leave town every weekend now. I've been – <laughs> not, not far. I just – last week, week before, Austin, Texas. I was going to say, you were week. in Austin. I thought I saw. Yeah. Austin, and then we were in Austin again Saturday, and then went to Canyon Lake Sunday. So it's me just kind of like, because I know that if I'm in town, I'm probably going to come here. Because yeah, right? there's a million things we got to do. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, I've been trying to just take myself away from that by leaving town, fleeing, fleeing town.
2: I guess a UFC fight like uh, on Saturday will help you out a little bit, won't it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was good, <laughs> Oz. Talk about that fight, man. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Masvidal, you were a Masvidal fan, weren't you? You were a Usman fan this weekend. <laughs>
1: there you yeah. go. I'm not into UFC. So. <laughs> uh, for me, I'm like not into sports really. Just like gymnastics and like figure skating during the <laughs> Olympics, right? What a, what a gay answer. No pun- <laughs> no, no, no punches and kicks. Hey, we could talk gymnastics, son. Can you gymnastics?
2: No, do I look? No, no, no. But I mean, Alabama—they were the national champions at, at gymnastics. So, man, really? I watched them all the time. I loved them. San Antonio girl that was there, Ashley. Trying to think of her last name. I, it was, those are super athletes. Man. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I cheered athletes. in
1: high school and in college. So, I, it's, oh, that's right. you're a little gymnast too. Yeah. You? Well, <laughs> no, but I, but even then, I mean, it, it's crazy to think how people still do not consider cheering a sport. It is a sport. It is insane. What. What at, what they do now, you know what I mean? In comparison to what I did in high school and college, it's insane how they throw them up in the air. I mean, I we did that too, but nothing like that. Um, <laughs> and even now, on my Instagram, I'll look at a bunch of like a uh, cheer competitions and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and it's insane, but um, uh, cheer was crazy. Um,
2: they're definitely athletes. Yeah, yeah definitely. Goodness. No, okay. I mean,
1: just like the injuries, just you would get as well was insane. I think I got my back knee. One time okay. the pyramid fell and the girl just decided to knee my back when she fell. I was, really? Oh, uh, I'll take she, it. She decided to. Yeah, she decided to just <laughs> knee my back. And <laughs> I mean, you real quick.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean. So you have been involved in UFC, just, I, um, literally. <laughs> no, I mean, just the,
1: I mean the bruises too from when throwing the girls up in the air. I mean, and then catching them. I mean, for the most part, I was always a, a back spot. So you would catch the girl and I would catch her when she would fall. Like her elbows kind of hit uh, my biceps. They'd be bruised, but you're not supposed to land like that. And I told the girl. Um, don't lamb like that because my biceps are bruised. Well, the next time, my hands just kind of swung up and hit hit her in the face. (laughs) And she had braces. Just kind of. And never again. Never happened again.
2: The dirty little secrets of uh, cheerleading right Right. there.
1: (laughs) Uh, But I mean, but it's so much fun, though, too. I mean, because those cheerleaders really are, uh, you know, athletes and they're very, you know, about the sport. Right. Which is awesome. They're like into... The sport, which is which is great. So back to
0: uh, back to the brand. Give the audience where can we find you now? Right? Do you have a brick and mortar right
1: now, or I do not. So I'm just uh, on my social media. So on my Instagram, I sell stuff through my Instagram. I also do have um, an Etsy site. Um, It's Austin Alegria by Austin, if you search for that, um, which is also linked um, on my Instagram, on my bio page. Um, I do have a website. It was through Shopify, but I shut that down momentarily only because all of my sales were coming through Etsy. And Etsy also does like uh, they promote my page as well. So it's I get random sales. I just got one from Canada, which is kind of cool. And um, so Shopify does it. It's your own website, but they don't promote you in any way. Um, it's, and the, it, it's a monthly fee. Um, so right now what was working for me was Etsy, but now working with this, um, social media, um, uh, per manager, I guess you could say, um, we're going to try to put that back up there and then go away from my Etsy. Nice. But right now we're currently on Etsy and I do pop-up shops. Yeah.
0: Before. I was going to say you every weekend, right? Uh,
1: every weekend I've been doing, um, well, every Sunday, I've been doing um, brick at Blue Star. Um, I do Sundays there, and I do uh, first Friday there, San Antonio, um, right? Mm-hmm. And then I actually just started doing one in the Valley, um, in McAllen, and I'm actually going to be down there on the 22nd of May. It's going to be a Saturday, and I'll be down there, and I'll post it all as well on my social media, all the you know the address and all that stuff. But um, that's what I'm doing now, and that's the stuff that we're making or our new, I guess. Uh, pop-up stands and stuff like that. So it's going to be really, really cool. I, all the money I made from the business, I've actually <laughs> invested it back into it. So, um, do it. and then I became poor again. <laughs> um, but, uh, just it's, 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 it's really cool though, just to see it though. Cause I mean, it, I don't see it as, as money wasted. It's an investment into myself. You know what I mean? And it's really cool to see, I guess, obviously where I came from, from that one table to now having these, I'm building four custom tables, Well, my boyfriend really is the one kind of building it, (laughs) but uh, I gave him kind of the concept and the idea. And like I said, it's really cool that, like, I have somebody like him because he really does help bring my ideas to fruition. Like, he really does, like, understand certain things that I would never have understood. I don't know how to, you know, go to Home Depot and get this wood. Like, what? (laughs) I mean, he's the one who's like, okay, we're going to go to Home Depot. We're going to get this, this, and this, and this, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, can we just go somewhere and just go to, like, Ikea and get the damn table? You know <laughs> what I mean? And get this and this. And he's just like, we can just make it, and it's a lot cheaper. And I'm like, okay. But I'm a person who's very instant gratification. I need it right then and there. So if I don't see it right then and there, it's kind of like I get a little, like, annoyed. And he knows, and I, I'm, I'm like, I'm sorry. It's just that I'm very, like, you know, instant gratification type of person, but... He keeps um you check huh he keeps you in check he does really um but it, it's like i said it's it's really cool to have someone um you know really behind my back and really understand what i want to do too because i think and and i i love the fact that he's doing this as well because he also has a passion for for set design mm-hmm. so i think he would love he would love to do if he if he could would build you know custom sets for like fashion shows, um like you know Chanel's show like is crazy. you know oh, yes. all the things that they build and stuff, and that's he has like the creativity and the knowledge and the passion to do it. So I kind of also want him to do this for himself as well, um because and you know it, there can be another business opportunity from that too. You know when if people see our our you know new pop up, they'll be like, who made that or where'd you get that from? Oh, he made it. So maybe they might want to contact him right. to make stuff like that. So bringing in, you know, more money, you know, to our business. Right. Or, I mean, it can become his own side business as well. You know what I mean? Because um, he also wants to start a nonprofit and stuff like that. Um, so it's it's awesome. Yeah, I did not think I would be here, honestly, from seeing this like a, a year ago. Because I started this in... Um, in March, definitely in the April. fast
0: track. I mean, I've seen a lot of growth in you,
1: a lot. <laughs> Even it scares me too because it's like, what the hell? Like I've never saw myself like being like right here, and it's it's again, it's just crazy to see that like my that people I get you know reoccurring or customers that bought two weeks ago, and they're just like, yeah, I told my mom to come over here. I told you know whoever, which is so cool. I mean, it's it's the smallest thing, but I to me, it just makes me so happy that they like you know are saying, hey. Um, go to this person because they do this, this, and this. Or I saw this there, um, which is really, really cool. Um, it's something you don't ex, you know expect. But again, because when I put these bags, I started off with bags. When I put my bags out there first, I literally was like, I don't know if anybody's gonna like this. I have no idea what I'm doing. This is the first time we're doing this. I'm actually selling something that I'm making, uh, like in a bigger scale. And I remember I finished the bags. I did. I think I created like 50 bags or 50, I think 50 or 60 bags. And I was posting on my social media. Hey, I'm going to, you know, launch it at midnight today. I think cause I was still up making stuff and I was like, and then I had, I myself had to take the photos, the the, the product images, how to figure out how to make it, which mind you on my Etsy, if you see the background, it, it's purple. And, it looks really, like, like this really cool setup. It's fabric on top of my washer. <laughs> like, it really is. It's fabric on top of my washer. And it, it looks really, really, like, professional. And I'm like, girl, that's a dryer. That's just a purple sheet. I have, like, there's a little, like, um, a little coffee table with the tripod on it. Like, and I have a, it, it's, it's, we Mexicanized it. It worked. It worked. And um, I posted it at midnight and I think I got like twenty sales. Nice. My first, uh, my first little launch was, which was insane. My phone kept on going off, and I was like, "Are people really buying my stuff?" I was like, "Wow, that's crazy." And um, it was cool, but it was it was also scary because I'm like, "Oh my god, people are gonna get my product. What if they just don't like it? They're just like, oh, this is a mess.' The way it's sewn." Um, but I think I've gotten away from that now. So now it's kind of more like, "This is what I have now," and
0: yeah, builds in it, yeah.
1: So now that you've
2: taken that step, mm-hmm. where are you in five years? Um, where are you gonna be in five years? Be bold. <laughs> it's on the record, so you might as well be bold. <laughs> right. What's that adage? If you honestly,
1: you, I in five years, I really see myself with my own collection. I think as far as uh, clothing, you know, I would really like to have my clothing out there, um, and maybe a small miniature boutique something like small <laughs> but San Antonio? uh why not start off here you yeah. know what i mean because i know the town and i have you know i, I kind of have my clientele here right now but um i guess just ex- an and expanding i guess my whole brand because like i said i do bags i do jewelry i um do clothing so getting into everything i think i just but i see myself with um a clothing line
0: what do you say um, there's a lot of you know aspiring designers out there, and whether they're in San Antonio or abroad, um, What do you say to them in terms of taking that risk, taking that leap kind of like you did?
1: Um, it's a little scary at first, I think, in, in any career field, but I think in, in in fashion and beauty and stuff like that, I think it's you just have to try. You know what I mean? You have to try and you have to put yourself out there. If you love what you do, people are going to love what you do. And not everybody is going to like your stuff. You know what I mean? There's, there's people who don't like my stuff. There's people who are like, it's ugly, whatnot. But you know what? Maybe it wasn't for you. It was for somebody else. And that's why I tell people. And I'm like, and, and my boyfriend as well. I'm like, this item isn't for you. But, you know, Betty over there loves the damn thing. <laughs> so this product is for her. You know what I mean? And you're always going to get people who are just critical of everything you do. But they don't matter. You know what I mean? It's just, you, it's, it's hard. Um, you know, it takes a lot of time. It does take money. Um, but I think everyone needs to invest in themselves. You know what I mean? I think I've done corporate America all my life, and I think for the first time I'm actually doing something for myself. And it's it's awesome to see, you know, where, like where I'm at now. But So I think it's just, just
0: try. And this is full... I mean, you're doing this full-time, but even then, if you're working, still devoting a part of your day to your passion well, is important, yeah? Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I started in March when I was um, put on furlough. Um, and then, so then I didn't go back to work. I think I went back to work in August. Um, worked for three weeks, and they decided to let me go, which was just pointless. Right. I was like, why waste my time, and why waste your time? You should have just let me go. Right. But... Um, I thought I was going to... and you know what and I felt it I was like they're going to let me go I know they're going to let me go and Christopher was like why and I was like I can just feel it and when he let me go honestly it was like the craziest like I felt like a like a sigh of relief I was like ah oh, okay and he's like okay and I'm like yeah and he's like okay and I'm like yeah I mean I'm doing my little small business is it going to go anywhere I don't know but I can now focus on it 100% like 100% of the time and I'm Cool. I'm good. good. Put you on the path. Yeah. I mean, trust me, I was still Completely also scared on because once I got in the car, I was like, and Christopher was setting up like a cute little like dinner that day and all this stuff. And then he was just like, yeah, I can't wait till you get home. And then I get home and I was like, I was just fired. And he, <laughs> and he's just like, what? And I was like, I was just fired. He's like, are you okay? And I was like, I think I'm okay. But I, it was still scary though because- again like to somebody who wants to start this off it's not a check every two weeks you know what i mean you don't get a check every two weeks and yes i mean i i I do sell on sundays or whatnot but that money literally goes back into it um like we just did it yesterday and i'm like it goes back into it um so it's it's hard to not get you know a steady paycheck and to be like okay i'm gonna get this much so I have this for the house, I have this for light, I have this for water, I have this. You literally don't have that, and right. it's kind of scary. Um, I'm fortunate enough to have, you know, my boyfriend who, you know, does have a job, his, his architecture job, and um, if something does happen, I, you know, I know I can have him help me or whatnot, and most people don't have that, you know what I mean, and I, and I understand it. It's it's a, it can be very difficult. It's difficult to be like, I don't have, you know, 500 bucks to go buy fabric, to go buy a sewing machine. It's it's not easy. Right. At the time when I had, when I bought this stuff, I think I had 2,000 in my savings. That's all I had. And I literally bought all the tools that I needed, um, fabrics, stuff, random stuff. And um, yeah, And now I have all these things, but it was crazy. Like I've invested... lot of money and i I tell my best friend too and i'm like it literally is so scary sometimes because it's like crap (laughs) like um you don't i mean you just don't know but i mean at the end of the day if you love what you do and you're you know consistent with it people are gonna see your hard work and they're gonna want to purchase something from you they're gonna want to see what else comes up next right now maybe you just they also don't have money to purchase something you know what i mean so People can also blame other people or friends or family for not purchasing something or for, like, why aren't you, you know, coming to see me at my shop? Hey, you don't know their situation. You don't know right. if they even have $25 or $40 to spend on something, which is understandable. You know what I mean? So it's sometimes we can't always also focus on that. Just focus on your career and focus on what you can do. And then if they do buy something, great. And if they don't, you know. Right, it is what it is. You know,
2: a lot of people think entrepreneur. Oh, you're an entrepreneur. Okay, so you're like, you know, you're making money all over the place. Uh You know, you're Elon Musk or whatever it is. (laughs) You know, even when they talk about average, right? But Mm -hmm. but the reality is, is you know, the vast majority of entrepreneurs. I would expect this is true in the fashion industry, right? Or hustling, Uh, but they're investing in themselves. Yeah, and that's the exciting part is you're investing in you and what you're doing and your vision Mm -hmm. that can give you a lot of intangibles you know to it but at the end of the day it's scary there's 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 not a whole lot of safety nets that are out there when you're having to invest early Mm -hmm. on with you so thank you for your story it's very very inspiring i know a lot of people probably need to hear that
1: yeah i mean and it's just it's a it's a day at a time that's what i tell uh, my boyfriend i'm like, it's just one day at a time that's all you really can do um and you know what if if you fail it's okay you know what i mean because I've been like that, because I think the first time that it happened, whenever my, mother, my mom had gotten sick and stuff, I think I felt like a failure. I felt like, okay, I let myself down, even though I did it for her. You know, what I, mean? I, I, I was doing it because I needed to help her. But after th- that whole situation, you know, you, uh, the, the whole thing of failure starts to set in and you're like, you know what, just get, get, just get another job and just work because you need that income. Um, and so it just becomes that it just becomes a, I need the check, I need my 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 two week pay or my month pay, or I need my bonus, and so you forget to really invest into you and what you want mm-hmm, right. you, because you need the money. Um, and I guess this needed to happen to me for me to really do something that I wanted to do. And then I think a lot of people really wanted me to do, and it's really cool to get, um, you know, people messaging me. Just like, hey, it's, like, so cool that you're doing what you're doing because, like, we've seen it for so long and you, we, you, we, we've seen everything that you can do. And it's finally really cool that you're really focusing on something. And, and, and that means a lot to me because it's just, it's, uh, I have some people who, who message me like, you really inspired me to do something for myself. Like, I'm a stay at home mom, you know, I have a friend and um, she started her own little business too. And, and it's really cool because she'll ask me questions and stuff. And I think it's, it's really cool to inspire people. And I think for me, my biggest thing, um, of course, everyone wants money. I would love to, you know, be a millionaire. Um, but I think for me, the biggest thing is really to, you know, inspire millions. And by millions, I mean, eventually get there. Like if I inspire you today, you're going to inspire one other person. So eventually I'll get to that million because right, yeah. I'm hitting it with just one person or, you know, with the people watching the podcast it it might inspire them to inspire somebody else. And eventually, you know, I might be passed, I might be, you know, pass away or whatnot, but eventually I'll get to that one million. Right. Yeah. Which is
0: huge. That. That's um, great. yeah, I'll finish with that note is, you know, when we built the space, the idea was to bring conversations like mm-hmm. the one we're having now to inspire others to really take risk mm-hmm. to, you know, not be afraid of, I would say failing because I think failure is as an entrepreneur, failure is important in terms of, you know, building the pavement to where you want to be. If you're not having those failures, in my opinion, you're not, you're not building the proper foundation for it. Um, it's failure. That's, you know, taught me the lessons of, Hey, be smart about how you're spending the money there. How are you going to invest that back into the business? Um, are you going to go to that networking meeting, or are you going to spend time at home reading about whatever you need to read on? Right. Mm-hmm. So these are decisions that that um, that we make through failure. Yeah. So, <coughs> um, yeah, I just thought I'd add that. What um what Instagram or social media channels can people find you in case they're just listening to this and they're not actually they're not actually reading the caption that we have um, on the actual show.
1: Um, on Instagram, I am under, um, style by Austin. Um, I also have a second page, which again, working with my social media manager, we're going to figure that out, but I have a second page. It's just under Austin underscore allegria on Instagram as well. Um, my Etsy, um, it's Austin allegria by Austin. You can search for that. Um, but all these links are also on my Instagram. I have a link tree up. Um, and then on my Facebook, it's just Austin. Good deal. (laughs) Matt, any, any finishing remarks
0: before we sign out?
2: No, I, I appreciate you sharing your story. Again, Thank there's you, just so many people on. that go, regardless of their industry, through that getting over that fear mm-hmm. and keeping going. And, 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 and I hope you just keep on trucking because look where we've been in one team. year. I'm
1: yeah, like, it again, wow. it's insane. It's insane. So, yeah, next, next stop, hopefully, you know, get a, maybe a little space for a, a work room. I can actually be going to work, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, instead of rolling out of bed and going to my other bed. <laughs> pros and cons <laughs> with going to work. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Um, Austin, anything
0: to finish this out?
1: Um, no, I, I think if um, if anybody wants to get anything from, you know, me being here and if you're, you know, hesitant about starting mm-hmm. a, a, a new career, a new path and your passion, just try all you have to do is just try. And if you have 500 if you have $100, I mean, invest it into something small. I, I started off with one table and one sewing machine and two yards of fabric. And that was about $300, $400. But then it came back into something else. So it's just, it really is just trying. Invest in your passion, yeah. Right, just try. Just like when you go to the gym, the hardest part is putting on your clothes and getting there. Mm-hmm. And then just try. Right.
0: All right, guys. Well, we'll finalize with that. If you're uh, listening on Spotify or iTunes, make sure you go back to the YouTube channel, hit the subscribe button. If you're watching this on YouTube, you're actually watching the video of what we're what we're um, talking about here. So make sure you go back to the uh, podcast stations and subscribe to those as well. Other than that, we will see you guys on the next episode. Austin, thanks again for coming on. Thank you for having me. And uh, Matt, thanks for joining us again. Thanks as always. All right, we'll see you guys in the next episode.